Coming up, we're going to take a look back at 2019, and we've got some exciting things to discuss. So, from the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Universal Edition of The Diz Unplugged. This is episode 242 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is also brought to you by Dizboards.com. If you're looking for even more information to help you plan your universal Orlando vacation, head over to Dizboards.com and join the discussion today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, Ryan Clavin, and today I am joined alongside by my co-host, Mr. Craig Williams. Ahoy, hoy. Ahoy, hoy. <laughs> Thank you. Now, I'm joking. Of course, I am Craig Williams, and I am joined by my co-host, Rhino, otherwise known as Ryan Clavin. However you want to slice it, dice it, that's who he is. So thank you for being yes. here. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> exciting episode. It's our final episode of 2019. So Yes. Okay. I I think I officially know what our resolutions are for this for this year. Oh. It's studio based and nothing to do with the theme park, but I would love to have a chair that I could sit in. Yeah. Cuz right now my chair is probably 2 or 3 inches shorter than yours. Yeah. And I'm struggling to sit up but then this microphone's pointing down at me, but then it's like the other chair's uncomfortable. Yeah. Ah. It's a it's, it's a trouble. Yes, yeah. it is a challenge, but uh maybe that will be the resolutions at the end of the year. We'll have to see if we have time to get to those because we don't have a lot of time this episode. So, uh we're going to just briefly discuss our our look back at 2019 and some of the highlights that happened along the way. So, uh and, and you know, we'll run through everything, give us some thoughts and then we'll we'll, we'll move on from there but uh why don't we kick off our recap of 2019 with the first big event that happened in 2019 and that is universal mardi gras so rhino did it uh leave a impact on you this year yeah yeah what was the theme of the you know that's it's such so impactful i can't remember what was the theme this year that's 1000 percent why i asked you because i realized i also don't know what the theme was. I, thought, I don't remember anything. Well, about the, what I'm this worried year. about is I'm actually thinking of the theme from the year before because I'm remembering where I stood and watched the parade, and it was wasn't it? Um, I mean, is it always signs of the of of, of not the apocalypse of the yeah. of the stars like? Taurus, there was like a Toro. It's not like always a, that, but they did do that one year. I just don't remember what it was this year, and that was kind of my point well, onto that's it. A problem, I yeah. Guess, right? I, I so Mardi Gras for me this year I think we we kind of enjoyed it as it was happening but ultimately it did not leave a big impact on me. I'm not excited for it this coming year. Not for any particular reason. Usually that that will happen once we get closer with uh you know finding out who the acts are going to be this year and such and the themes but uh for for now it's just it kind of didn't stick with me. We going to see Gavin DeGraw this year, remember? Yes, we did we. That was this year, right? Was that I don't this remember. year? Gosh, was that, if that's a year ago, oh, is this what getting old feels like? I think it is. Like yeah. when the years just start to rub. Like it's weird when you're like, oh, my days are blending together. But now when you're like, that was two years ago. I haven't seen her in twenty years. You haven't? No. That Fanta? Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. yeah no. So uh, that was Universal Mardi Gras. Take it or leave it. But 
uh, that was its impact on us. Another big thing that I think we both enjoyed when it opened at Universal Studios Florida this year was actually the Today Cafe. I so, did really enjoy the Today Cafe. Yeah. If you forget what that is, the Today Cafe is a uh, Today Show themed uh, quick service restaurant that is at Universal Studios Florida. And it's Al Roker's recipes, uh, taking uh, both a unhealthy and healthy quick take on sandwiches, salads, and, and more deli affairs and desserts, plenty of desserts. Just so we know, so we're clear, by yeah. the way, I, Mardi Gras actually happened almost an entire year ago because it did start in February. But we... Remember, we saw Bush. Yeah. And then we did see Gavin DeGraw this year. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just had to confirm that we weren't going crazy. I could not remember. I slightly I, remember. I saw Bush Becky now. G as yeah. well. So okay. that's why I'm like, yeah. So, yeah, Today Cafe, I thought it was an absolute highlight. It was one of my favorite things that we got to do yeah. this year at Universal. I thought the food was great. And I think it's a nice little addition where it is. And I, I actually still think about that fondly yeah the only problem is i just there's so many good restaurants there that i have been back i think one time i grabbed some food there real quick and that's it so uh it's tough now that they're adding so many good restaurants to to kind of mix it all up but that was definitely one of the uh one of the highlights for me at least in 2019 and then moving on uh i'll just jump ahead since we're talking about restaurants i'll jump to the big one that opened this past summer and that is big far american fair that's okay yeah. I don't dislike it. I'm I'm not unhappy it's there and thinking, oh, they could have done something better. I just feel like it was medium. Yeah. I kind of I, I don't like saying the too. word mediocre because I don't feel like it wasn't mediocre, yeah. but it was just in the medium excitement yeah. level. I will say uh Kylie and I talked about going there and trying to do it before we leave for the holidays and give it another shot, see if, you know, with the yeah, I'm sure there's uh, holiday decor in there and stuff. So I thought that maybe it would have a, a nice, you know, rustic and mm-hmm. feels like home kind of uh, feeling before we actually get to go home. So I, I considered doing that. But uh, it's it's one that I'm not ready to give up hope on completely yet. But I understand. Uh, I, I still understand where we came from with it, that it was just there was a little bit too many small issues with it from the, the level of volume in there and the 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 food quality for the price and and such so uh it's a it was mixed definitely mixed or medium as you so delicately put it so uh, another big opening though was actually on the hotel level and that was the grand opening of universal's endless summer surfside inn and suites mm-hmm. and we we went there and we stayed there and we experienced it and where did that fare for you rhino it was fine I think the pizza delivery at night was the best part. Yeah. I, I mean, I liked the room. I, I I think it's a good – I think the space you're getting for the money you're paying is great. But I – as in terms of like – like if I were to compare it to other hotel openings that we've done at Universal, like Sapphire Falls I think is like, – Better. Yeah. yeah, it was a, better. The experience overall was yeah. way better. But yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that for the most part. So I think, unfortunately, with Surfside Inn and Suites, the uh, big downside for us is that we are locals. Yeah. So uh, I don't think we get to take advantage of those rates as much. Not that we can't do staycations and such, but it's not something that I do. I live way too close to Universal to to ever book a hotel and stay there for the night. Well, my my aunt was talking about coming down, and she asked about a rec- – you know, she's like, oh, we're going to come down for however many time, and we want to do Universal and Disney. So if you know of anything that's like a deal, let me know. And I was like, oh, I don't – and then I was thinking – like I was like, well, Surfside Inn, I think you can get a pretty big room for yeah. a pretty inexpensive. But then I was like, do I want to tell her to go there or do I want to tell her to try Sapphire Falls first? Because be, I know they also have pretty good deals there. But yeah. then I was – because I was thinking like 
well, I don't want her. She's saying she might not rent a car. And I'm like, well, I don't. Yes, they have the bus transport. But I'm like, you probably want to walk back and forth, right? Yeah. I yeah. don't know. That's a good point. So that's that's, so, where, that's yeah. where I kind of rest on that hotel. Where I wouldn't not recommend it, but I'd think about it. Yeah. I, I completely agree with that as well, too. So uh, it's in, you know, we mentioned the problems with the food and such. So you kind of have to yeah. leave in order to have a good experience on the dining side of it. It's basically just a cheap room. And if you need to do Universal on a budget, it is 100% a way that you can yes. absolutely do it on a budget. Uh, a lot of people do need to do Universal on a budget during a very busy time of year at Universal. And that's Halloween Horror Nights. Mm. Rhino, how did... How did Halloween Horror Nights sit with you? Um, as the the event over, so there were a lot of things in this event that I was actually literally just thinking about this this morning, and I thought about it again the other day. The Lagoon Show yeah. is one of those things that I would, if you were to say, what are the best things that you experienced this year at Universal Studio at any theme parks? I would say that was one of my top highlights of the year for all theme parks that I've been to. Like. I loved it, and then, like, I loved, like, the Ghostbuster house there, and I'm glad that I was able to, like, see something like that come to life. And the event overall, though, is, like, in I, – I, I think it was good, um, but there have been years where, like, I think it was, like, it was good, 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 okay, good, yeah. good, good, good across the board, where there have been years where you're, like, that's amazing, and then bad, bad. Yeah. So it's, like, the balance out feels a little – a little weird this year. I don't know. It was not my favorite year at all. So I will concur with you, though. Ghostbusters was a highlight. Classic Monsters was a highlight. Yes, the Fountain Show was 100% a highlight. Uh, but overall, for me, it was probably the least amount that I've gone with my frequent fear pass, just because I never really could get super excited about anything. I think I, I think this year I might have actually used mine the most. But it was I found that because of the something like the Lagoon Show, I found myself... And then the aesthetic of, like, the arcade, I was, like, challenging myself to, like, more walk around, take fun photos, stuff like that. So I found that it was – I was, I, was, um, I was loitering yeah. more than I had in years past. Yeah. Uh, very cool. Very yeah. cool. So uh, moving from one holiday, though, to another, uh, we didn't really get to experience a lot of it yet, but the holidays at Universal. So have you been back since the media event? No. No. I've, well, no. We were sick, and then it's been yeah. nonstop since then, so – yeah, no, I'm in the same boat too, and nothing, uh, nothing really has drawn me in to come back. So there's, uh, you know, because we got to see the Grinch show, we got to see the Hogwarts Castle, the Magic of Christmas at Hogwarts Castle, as well as the parade. So it's kind of for me, I think it was pretty much a one and done this year. Yeah, I was like, oh, I think fondly of it, yeah. <laughs> like, but and I'm glad we saw it on a really cold night, yeah. even though that's probably what made that. Combined with the having been outside repeatedly and awake for like 72 hours. But I I was glad we saw it on a chilly night. Yeah, we've been having a lot of issues with that uh, recently this month. So uh, hopefully that's over for the new year. But uh, then I think we have to talk about it because it happened right at the end. But Green Eggs and Ham opened back up after years. I'll let you guys know on a little bit of Universal show history here. It was at my my like forever resolution was yeah. to someday go to Green Eggs and Ham. So I know we used to make the joke about and we still have resolutions like yeah. mine's complete. I'd completed yeah. mine when we went to Green Eggs and Ham. That is a good point. So I it was also a big I 
still don't remember if I got to eat at it once. I know I've seen it open, but I can't remember if I ate there. And and I loved our experience, and I believe we're going to try to get back out there and uh, get some of the rest of the food items there before uh, before we're done and try to release that for the end of the holiday season. But uh, it's definitely something I think you should go out of your way to try. So that way, not because it's necessarily the best thing in the world, but because we want it to continue opening up every single year. Well, yeah, and now you can say you've had green eggs and ham, too. Exactly, exactly. And finally, the last thing we're going to talk about, uh, the biggest thing of the year, still, uh, you know, pretty much the controversy is over, but still hear about it from time to time, and that is Hagrid's Magical, Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, this was... The experience of waiting in line for seven hours was not uh, a highlight for me. However, the attraction, I have gone back since within the last like month or two, and I, I only waited like an hour for it. So uh, I, I thought, I still think that attraction as a whole is like, I love it. Yeah, I it's, think it's one of the best ones they've done. You know? It 100% is one of the best rides that Universal has put together. And it was uh, it was a highlight of attractions that opened in Universal or at in Orlando this year yeah. as a whole. So uh, just a really done, ro- well done roller coaster that felt immersive, had a story to it and had a little bit of thrills, but still could be pretty accessible to everyone. Yeah. So and I, I cannot wait for the days where we can ride it over and over again with very little weights uh, because it's that good of an attraction well or you know they add the fast pass and we can start using our annual passes for that after 4 p.m because we have those ones (laughs) yeah i'm still i'm still waiting for that too and hang i'm still waiting for virtual line to come to hagrid's because disney has Uh, showed that they know how to use it and make it work and universal still is struggling on that well that's the thing i feel like with rise they almost perfected that now not perfected universal started it so i'm not saying they did it but disney was like okay well we can do it i'm like why isn't universal doing this now no they need to but i you know when an attraction's finicky i can understand why you wouldn't want to go full force into it but it's something that i i wish they would start exploring because i would love to be able to you know just come back at a certain point in time not have to sit around all day and you know it's yeah sorry i was gonna say on your on your thought there like you saying come back even if i came in at like whatever put my name in for it and they're like okay we'll do this line thing and then they later got an a thing that said oh unfortunately no one will be riding it today i'd be less upset than if i had waited six hours in line so and they don't really you know the wait's not that long anymore so it could happen during the holiday season but for the most part you know everyone's around 90 yeah that's generally what it's been so yeah. not that bad but uh still not not as good as like a nice 45 minute yeah. wait even less than that would be ideal but uh it's it's been a big year for universal and uh you know it's 2020 is going to also be a big year too the born stuntacular and and uh the dockside inn and suites will be opening up and that's just a couple of things it's uh it's going to be another big year for universal oh, Orlando. 30th anniversary of halloween horror nights this year yeah, yeah. Can't wait for that very excited yeah. for those announcements yes me too so uh they, they have a lot to live up to, I think, for, for an anniversary year. So very excited about it. But I'm happy that we got to sit down and talk about our, our look back at 2019 just real quick here before the end of the year. But that's going to do it for this episode. So And that's going to do it for us in 2019. So if you need any extra information, head over to disunplug.com. It's home of our show notes page for the show and all the others. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead, subscribe, hit that bell so you get notified when we have new videos. And then also leave us comments, questions, and uh, thumbs up. And then if you're listening, 
listening to this on Apple uh, Apple Music, uh, Apple Podcasts, sorry, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, or Google Play, uh, just if you can subscribe to us, do so. And if you can leave us feedback, please do that as well, too. So thank you, everyone out there, for watching. I, we hope you've had a good 2019. We definitely have. Universal did. And looking forward to being back in 2020. So that's it. We'll see you again next week with another episode of the Disunplugged Universal Edition. But until then, remember, we still haven't changed the name. Thank you.